Have you wondered about living elsewhere after you retire? Well, we have, almost daily. As you know, it's not an overnight decision. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about places to consider living in after you retire. We started this show for selfish reasons. We planned on visiting cities earlier this year, spending some quality time not as tourists, but pretending to actually live there to get a real sense and taste of the place. We made one trip in February, which was great, and we were planning for the next trip. Then COVID hit. Yeah. A little background about us. I was born in Brazil, South America, from an Asian family, and grew up in Brooklyn, New York. I'm a college attorney who loves her job working with students, faculty, and staff. I was born and raised in Long Island, New York, and I'm a law librarian working in a court who also loves his job. We've lived in Bayridge, Brooklyn, New York for many years and have been thinking about our future home. So we will be speaking to folks from around the country who have moved to venues of their dreams and more. And we will share their intimate secrets. What? Just kidding. But we'll offer information you may not find anywhere else. So stay tuned. Today, we will be virtually traveling to Millsboro, Delaware, home to Maureen and Andy Kugler. Andy was born in Brooklyn, New York. He has a bachelor's in mechanical engineering from Cooper Union and a master's in technical management from Johns Hopkins. Andy's career was with the federal government. Maureen is from the suburbs of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She worked in finance and and the business world. She has a bachelor's degree in business administration from LSU, which is home of the Tigers. It's funny because she collects bears, apparently. The Cougars have been married for 39 years and have lived in multiple states in the North and the South. For retirement, they moved from Silver Spring, Maryland to Millsboro. They have two grown boys, one in Maryland and the other in Virginia. Most of their siblings are in the Northeast Mid-Atlantic region. Their retirement plan was to have their home as a base of operations and travel frequently. Millsboro, Delaware is a small town in Southern Delaware. It is located between the beach people and the farm people. So, without further ado, welcome to the show, Maureen and Andy. Walk us through your journey. But first, Andy, I remember that you shared a joke with me um, as mechanical engineers. And for those of you Mechies out there, could you repeat that here? (laughs) Sure, I can. Uh, Well, when I was in college, uh, I used to joke around with my buddies who were studying various disciplines. And I said, this is how engineering breaks down. Civil engineers make things that don't move. Electrical engineers make things that don't work. Chemical engineers, well, nobody really knows what they do. And then mechanical engineers, we do everything else. (laughs) All right. I know Mechies are out there laughing. Okay. So (laughs) tell us how you chose where you chose. Wow. We went through quite a process. Um, I think we started out probably five years from Andy's retirement. It's important to keep in mind that he worked for the federal government, so we knew that we had a pension coming that we could count on. And the whole financial aspect of retirement, we felt was best to work with a financial planner, because basically where you live and how you're going to live is based on your finances. We started our research with taxes and how taxes in different states were going to impact our income. Each person has to do their own research based on their own situation. We determined a lot of factors 
uh, how we wanted to retire and where we were going to retire. So we did a lot of research and we decided to prioritize uh, those factors. Those factors were things like taxes, location, for us being near family. We had heard from other retirees that lived in the mid-Atlantic or the Northeast and they decided they wanted to go to Florida. And the biggest factor being weather. They wanted to be where it's warm so they didn't have to shovel snow anymore. And a couple of different people that had moved to Florida thinking that their families would be coming down there to visit them because that's vacation land where Disney is. That's where people go to mm-hmm. on vacation. You know, you have the most amount of beaches in the United States or in Florida. And ultimately what happened was their, their daughters, their grandchildren, their sons would come to visit, but not as often as they had hoped. Grandchildren were no longer babies. They wanted to spend more time with their grandchildren. And they ended up moving back uh, to Mid-Atlantic, to the Northeast, just so that they could have more time with family. We've always lived at a distance from our families during our working lives. Well, not always, but in the early part of our married life, we were far away. We were living in the South and everybody was up North. And then as our parents got older, we uh, wanted to be able to spend more time with them and help in their elderly care and that kind of thing. So when it came time for retirement, we knew that being close to family was very important. You know, location was important. Taxes were important kind of home we were going to get, how much we could afford. We didn't want to have a a mortgage in retirement. And at the same time, we wanted all of, uh, you know, health decisions tell you that you need to remain active in your retirement years. Activities were important to us. We wanted to be able to hike, to play tennis, to go for walks, uh, and then medical care. As you get older, obviously, medical care becomes a bigger concern. So all, you know, these were the factors that we looked at, you know, Andy being an engineer then took those factors and weighted them. How important is Medicare versus being close to family? So I'm going to let you take over from here as to how you broke that down. (laughs) And I don't have the details anymore. You know, we did this a number of years ago. I had a, I created a table where we kind of listed the factors and the weights and with charts and diagrams and circles and arrows. I'm proud of you, Andy. What, a Venn diagram? Not, not quite to that level. But we, I'm kidding. We, yeah. we did. We're struggling with how do you make this decision? It's a very difficult decision because there are so many factors you're trying to take into account. So we tried to consider how important each thing was and then how each choice of a location would rate Uh, on those factors. In the end, I I think what we really ended up doing probably about three years out from retirement, we pretty much settled on Delaware because the taxes are much lower here. uh, We're nearer the ocean, but we're still close to the I-95 corridor. We can get to family and friends fairly quickly. And then once we had chosen Delaware, then we had to start figuring out, okay, where in Delaware do you want to be? And in that case, we looked throughout the state. We, we spent about two years wandering about. Uh, we were close enough to it. We could come over on a weekend and just, you know, look around for a couple of days. In the end, for us, the southern part of Delaware is where the beaches are. There's a lot more activities down here. 
Uh, if you go to the very north of the state, you're closer to Philadelphia, which would have been an advantage, but you're you're much further from the beaches. So in the end, it's a, it's, it's yeah. more you know Wilmington, Delaware is more of an urban area. Mm -hmm. It's really like a suburb of Philadelphia, um, you know, even though it's in a different state. The feel that we got was it was just too urban for us. Um, having lived in the D.C. suburbs, you know, traffic is horrendous. You plan your daily day around traffic. When can I go to the grocery store? You know, when do I make my doctor's appointments? That kind of thing. It's like, well, nobody wants to be out during rush hour. So anyway, we kind of got the same feel in northern Delaware. Not quite as bad as D.C., but we wanted a little bit more of a slower pace. There's a lot of farmland in Delaware. It, we we basically said the being in Dover does wasn't really you know what we wanted. I'm not sure why we eliminated Dover, but it was semi-urban as well. Yeah, so we basically said you know if we're going to be in Delaware, we must be close to the beach. Dover's where the college is, right? Yes, yes. But there are college facilities down here as well. They're, you know, satellites basically. Mm -hmm. I've taken a course at the Delaware. Delaware Tech. What course did you take? Photography. Oh, nice. One of, my, one of my hobbies. Okay. Do they have <laughs> courses um, for seniors? How does that work? They do, actually. And they have programs. I mean, seniors can audit courses for free. I haven't really taken advantage of that yet, but, but there are, are various options. There's a technical college there, and then there's also a branch of uh, the University of Delaware in the same location. They share the same campus. Okay. Uh, so, so those are both state schools, then? I guess they are, yeah, yeah. Del University of Delaware, definitely. I guess Delaware Tech is as well. Yeah, it's a, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I have a question about taxes. We hear and read that um, all the time, but I'm not quite sure everyone understands that. When you say taxes are good here, can you give us an example? Well, the, the big one is there's no sales tax right. at all. Right, on anything. I know on anything. Uh, the income tax is relatively low, lower than uh, a lot of states. And one of the things, you know, back when I was doing my initial research and I mentioned about Andy being a federal employee, the way I remember it, I may not be accurate, um, but was that there were seven states that were favorable for government retirees because they either did not tax their federal pension or they didn't or they taxed it at a lower rate. So Delaware was one of those seven states that were favorable for government retirees. Right. I think Nevada was another one, uh, Florida. North Dakota, I think, was one. We, yeah, were, we were not going to North Dakota. Yeah, Pennsylvania actually is not bad on taxes, but it would have taken us further from the ocean and unless you lived in an urban area like Philadelphia. You know, we didn't, we didn't look too hard at Pennsylvania once we really thought about what the options were in terms of location. So in terms of the ocean, how close are you and how often do you take advantage of it? Depending on traffic, 20 to 30 minutes. Andy always says it's at least 30 minutes because then we have to find parking when we get there. Uh, but we're essentially 30 minutes uh, from uh, Rehoboth Beach, Bethany Beach, Dewey Beach. Even Ocean City, Maryland. And we always go there when we get company, for sure. You know, it's like <laughs> when we lived in D.C., whenever we got company, we would take people down to see the monuments. When our, our friends and family come to visit us here in Delaware, we always take them to the beach. You know, people always want to walk on the boardwalk, you know, whether it's summertime or not. Since we've been retired, 
it's like one of our things to do when, you know, we've run out of projects. When we want a day to relax, that's where we go. How's the parking at the beach? It's It can be difficult in the midsummer. Summertime is terrible. Yeah, it, 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 it's very busy. They do actually have a bus service. You can park at a, a satellite lot and they have a bus that will take you into like town. Parking ride. Yeah. yeah. But we've also found there's there's things inland that are worth seeing. You know, there's there's a really nice park we've been to, Trap Pond. Yeah, we like the state parks yeah. and the um, national parks. Big fans of going to travel there and for activities. Okay, and and tell us about um, your home. Is it a single story? Is it a what kind of structure are you in? It's a single story house, but it, we do have a basement. Oh. Which isn't common as you get close to the beach, you, you can't have a basement. We are far enough in that we could have a basement. So we've we just recently finished that. Our main living is single storied living. The basement is sort of a bonus. We included in our retirement plan a space for Andy to have a workshop and for me to have a craft room. We have plenty of space to do our hobbies. One of the important things for us being active in retirement. And the community in which we chose, it's a golf course community. They have swimming, golf, tennis. We have a community center that has a fitness center. They have walking trails. Um, so those were all part of what we were looking for. Mm -hmm. So it really, you know, it wasn't just, oh, we picked a town. It was we picked a community. Right. So that was that was important for us. Those are great. But is, is the annual fee expensive? Uh, when we moved in, the homeowners association fees were sixty-eight dollars a month. Um, <laughs> as as the as the uh, community has grown, they've started the the second phase of the development and building the community, and our HOA fees are now one hundred and twelve dollars a month, and that has been over a course of four years. It's not extravagant. Uh, I don't know how they can po how high they can possibly go. I, I think there's probably a limit on it somewhere, uh, but I'm not sure. So the fee covers um, all the groundskeeping. I mean everything, right? Yes. We do our own lawn care, um, but but the common areas. Yeah, common areas are taken care of. You know, they plow the streets, trash is included, mm -hmm. the community center, the swimming, all that stuff is included. <laughs> he wants you, to know what you charge. What do they what charge do for golf? Um, I think it's around $100 for a round of golf with a cart. I actually haven't played yet. Um, I've been so busy with other things. It's kind of on the back burner. But wow, I never knew that golf cost that much. Yeah, it's expensive. It doesn't, golf is a it very expensive yeah, hobby. It does include a cart. I mean, I'm just so naive to that. So from your development, like, give us a flavor. Is it is it big? How many homes are on there? And is it also is it walking distance like to a nearby coffee shop? So no on that last question. Um, you would have to drive to a coffee shop, but it's it's a fairly big community. I think when we're completely built out, it'll be twenty seven hundred residences, and that's a combination of single family homes and townhomes. So it's pretty big. You'd have to go in town basically to get coffee, which is, I mean, you could ride your bike there. It's probably a bit far for a walk. How long is the drive to, is there a main street, you know, like a downtown kind of thing? Yes. There's, uh, we're near the intersection of Route 24 and 113. 113 is the main north-south route through Delaware. It takes you pretty much from. Down in Maryland, 
still on the eastern shore, but up to uh, Dover, where it merges with one. Yeah, Route 1 picks up in Dover and goes yeah. north from there. But yeah, there's a lot of businesses, a lot of on 113, and we're less than two miles from 113, I guess. Easily. And Gil's going to want to know this. Are you near a Trader Joe's? No. no. We okay. used to have a Trader. <laughs> we used to have a Trader Joe's near us in uh, Silver Spring, Maryland. But yeah, no, I haven't seen a Trader Joe's in Delaware. Wow, you abandoned Trader Joe's. <laughs> that must mean a lot. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot to include it in my story. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, really, that would have had heavy weight for me. <laughs> Can you tell us about the medical care? Um, how close are you to a hospital? God forbid. Uh, factors we were considering, you know, was medical care. So we did our research in who is the best health care provider in the state. And uh, what we learned is BB Healthcare is rated very highly in the country nationwide. Their main hub is up uh, northern Delaware. Begins with a C. The name of that, not Chantilly. Christiana. Christiana, yeah. uh, Delaware, which is near Wilmington. Uh, mm-hmm. That's where they're main headquarters are anyway and they are you know very highly rated um so bb healthcare is available in southern delaware what we have found is that while the medical care is very good that it has not kept pace with the growth so you when you initially move here you get on like a wait list to be seen so we w- had to wait 3 to 4 months to be seen by our primary care physician and had to go back to Maryland initially to get our medications filled before running out before we could be seen by primary care here. Now that's to be clear, that was for the initial visit. We've had either of us have been sick and we needed to see the primary care doctor. That's fine. I mean, you just schedule like, like anything else, but this was to make an initial appointment with a primary care doctor. What we found is that they're just, don't seem to be quite enough doctors to keep up with the growth. There are two hospitals, I think, that are within 30 minutes of us. The, the hospital associated with BB is in Lewis, which is about 30 minutes. Is that the closest hospital to you? Yeah, there are two of them that are about the same distance away, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was reading the growth is tremendous there. Millsboro gets the number one uh, amount of residential building permits in Sussex County. Yeah, and you can see it. I mean, there are houses going up everywhere. So there has been a lot of growth. And and you do worry, I guess, a little bit about that because you don't necessarily know where growth will occur. But most of it occurs between us and the beach because people want to be closer. The farmland out to the west of us so far hasn't been touched. Uh, So all the building is on old farmland. Pretty much. Yes. Yes. So the property prices must be really skyrocketing between the beach and the inner land, like like in most places, I guess. I, I think they have risen. We haven't really tracked them that closely. But one of the things we noticed right away as we were starting to look was that if you get to the east of, it, of Route 1, which is a, a major north-south road near the beaches, anything east of Route 1 is pretty much a million dollars or more. That was not what we were looking for. Right. (laughs) So we we chose to be further inland. And I I think we made a good choice because we're in a beautiful setting. Uh, We love being, we're right on the golf course. Wow. That's nice. For us, you know, our house at the time we bought it was under 300,000. Wow. 
Yeah, I was looking at Millsboro, the prices, and they really vary from low to reasonable to, to really high. So I guess if depending on what you're looking for, you can get it in Millsboro. Yes. I mean, there are, you'll see mobile homes in different places. Right. Uh, so those are pretty inexpensive. But uh, you'll also see some beautiful, very large houses. The types of houses varies a lot, and so the prices do as well. Okay. You know, in terms of travel, um, how far or close is the international airport from you and international airport? There are two, uh, Baltimore and Philadelphia. They're both about two hours away. And that was a downside. I mean, when we were thinking about things, but we figured, okay, even if we're traveling, let's say we're traveling four times a year, that two hour drive isn't a big deal if you're doing it four times a year. So that was the way we looked at it. Uh, but you're not going to do that every day. So we didn't feel like two hours was a problem. Is the city, is the city right on Indian Bay, Indian River Bay? The town technically is. It's at the very beginnings of Indian River Bay. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's about, you know, a mile and a half maybe from our house. Is there a lot to do on the bay? Is there water sports, fishing? Yes, yes. It's, it's very nice out there. We actually did look at some houses along the bay. Uh, the problem we found with those, something we'd never seen before, you own the house, but you don't own the land. Oh, wow. And you pay, you pay land rent for eternity. <laughs> wow. I don't like that. No, we didn't either. <laughs> I like that for eternity. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things you think about in retirement is, you know, managing your finances. So, for instance, we were looking to be without a mortgage. Well, we would have been without a mortgage there, but we would have had land rent which they were running around $1,100 a month. And that never goes away. And it does go up. So we just felt that was not a reasonable approach for us. I agree, yeah. because that feels like a mortgage for many people. That's going to be a real big mortgage. <laughs> one thing I definitely wanted to, to kind of mention, this is one of those things, when you move somewhere you've never lived, you're going to find some surprises. And you do have to be ready for that. One little thing that we ran into, which was kind of funny, all the soil here is sand. There is no real dirt. Oh, my God. In Delaware? Yes. I didn't know this. Yes. So when they put down our sod, the dirt that came with the sod was all the good dirt that we had. Okay. <laughs> but because of that, you virtually have to have an irrigation system installed. We've never had one before. It was unexpected. It wasn't too big a deal. You know, we got it done. We're happy with it now. But those are the sort of things you, it's very hard to anticipate. You just yeah. really have no way to know. Yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed that you didn't find that out in all your deep research. <laughs> I never asked them how they grew their grass. Right? It, it didn't occur to me. How's your grass doing now? Very good. <laughs> <laughs> but that also means gardens, right? Yeah. Uh, if you want a nice garden, so do most people do this or, you know, you see barren land or around? Do you see rock gardens maybe like in the <laughs> West? No, you don't really see rock gardens. You see some people whose lawns don't look as good. But yes, for instance, in the, Maureen built a lot of gardens and we had to bring in a lot of dirt, you know, good dirt from, we go to Lowe's here. That's the nearest one. So, you know, you have to do things to make the soil good enough to grow things. But she's got flowers and plants growing everywhere. 
Oh, that's so good to know because I'm a big gardener. You know, I have like 45 plants in the house. <laughs> we had to have a plumber come in and install a second water meter that we were not anticipating. Uh, but we made it work. The sun is very intense here. In July, if you're not watering regularly, the lawn will just burn up. So unlike the northern part. The northern part of Delaware probably does not have this. They probably have more soil. We are, you know, you think about it, 10,000 years ago, it was underwater. You know, we kind of knew that the soil wasn't good, but we didn't make the connection that that meant we needed irrigation until after we bought the house. Any other surprises? We have had to adapt to living with an HOA. We have not had an HOA before. So we were used to just like, oh, we want to go and do this in the backyard. Oh, well, go ahead. You know, who cares? Uh, but, but now we have to make sure we're within the boundaries of the rules. Yeah, like a oh, co-op wow. board. Wow. <laughs> what about um, activities? What kinds of things are there to do? Entertainment? We are within driving distance to, you know, most theaters, uh, art community, retail close by. Yeah, well, and obviously there's the beach. Actually, for us, we like Annapolis. It's a beautiful town in Maryland. That's only an hour away. Are you so you're not far from where the the wild horses are down on the on the beach? Yeah, yeah Assateague. We've been down there. It's that's really pretty down there. We go to the uh, National Park down there. Okay, so I have a burning question only because I'm a trying to declutter. Can you tell us what it was like to make the big move? Um, was it physically enduring as well as psychological? Um, because you're leaving, you know, your home and you're entering a different phase of your life, right? Decluttering was a major challenge and hurdle. I started at the two-year mark. We knew we had two years to get ready for the big move. They say take it in little pieces, move from, you know, not only one room, drawers and closets within that one room. Just do it a little bit at a time. Well, you definitely have to be in the right mindset. You're talking about psychological impacts. The children are grown and gone. You have certain memories from the children and their toys and baby shoes and all those little treasures that you want to hold on to. You just have to get to in a in a mental place where you're looking ahead. You have to look to the life that you're going to be leading five and seven and ten years out from now. Are are these little baby shoes things that you really need to have with you? Or do you uh my my sister always says to me, um, put it in your memory banks and toss it. You know, the those are the memories that you hold on to, but you don't need the little physical, you know, pieces of your life. The house that I raised my boys in for me was my dream house. <clears throat> there are certain aspects of that house that I certainly miss, but there's the house that I have now. I don't have steps, so I don't have to climb 13 steps to go to bed every night. Uh, so it's you know it has its pluses and its minuses. I was looking at some of my um, stuff, and I recently let go of my 21-year-old's pacifier. Wow. Don't ask me. I know, I know it's like, but, you know, I, I had um, cleaned it with a lot of alcohol, but nevertheless, I still had his pacifier. <laughs> and 
child. I still have two pairs of baby shoes and I just couldn't throw them out. You know, one pair was, was leather. And I guess that, that just, you know, he only wore it for probably what? I don't know. I think he only wore it for photos. And when we went out. Yeah. 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 I know it's, it's really hard. And the other pair, the other pair, he couldn't even walk yet, but you know, I held them in my hand and I said, do they bring me joy? Yes. You know, that, that special Marie Kondo test. And they didn't bring me joy. They brought me this bittersweet, you know, feeling. And it and I became so overwhelmed that I put it back in the drawer and I went away. So <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do this. The, the process of moving from what was a bigger house to this house, uh, it, was, it was a big challenge. And Maureen, you know, she did a lot of that work. I was working full time. And she would do things during the day, going through things. I was responsible for things like all the paper and thinning that out. Um, You do have to figure out how to let go of things. Some things are hard because when we talk about the the boys' toys, Michael, one of the boys, he was big into Legos. And we still still have two very large Tupperwares full of Lego pieces. Someday... Our grandchild may want to play with those. <laughs> right. That's the other slippery slope, right? The grandchild might want it. You know, like I'm thinking maybe I keep our Legos, which we have. We already got rid of them. Well, we didn't get rid of all the figures that oh, okay. you're, you're hiding. And I know what that location <laughs> is. Oh, we have, we have boxes of Hot Wheels, which, which mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think Gene liked them more than anything else. So I think, yeah, it's not for even grandkids. It's for his own, you know, whatever. The eight types of Monopoly games, you know, I'm looking at them right now. So did you guys have everything organized? Maureen, it sounds like, you know, you, you were doing it for two years. Did you feel that that was taking over your life for two years? Yeah, it really kind of did. <laughs> It really did. I, I had to be very focused. It was, you know, organizing uh, Goodwill pickup in our area. You know, Salvation Army and Purple Heart would come to the house and pick up our boxes and bags of donations. I felt lucky in that regard, but I would go from one Salvation Army pickup load to the next. It's like every time I got, the, you know, a sufficient amount, then, I, then I'd start working on the next load. And for us, we were fortunate in that we were able to purchase our retirement home before we sold our existing home. Oh, nice. Knowing where things were going to go in the new house was very fortunate because, you know, I could, I could take my dining room table and measure it and find out how it's going to fit in the new house. We went from two separate walk in closets to a big closet that we had to share. Oh, no. I had to get rid of a (laughs) lot of clothes. Listen, I think this was a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. And I know Jean really enjoyed it. Yeah, but I have have one one more question. Okay. Just about, um, and I I always ask about this, what kind of food around you? Is is the seafood delicious? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, very fresh. Going out to the beach. I'm a big seafood fan. Uh, so, you know, the, the seafood fat is always fresh going that way. I wish Andy's fishing escapades actually brought home more fish. <laughs> I think he spends more money on lures and uh, bait and poles than I get in terms of fish to eat. 
you know. Well, you have that basement. That was your fault. You have the space. <laughs> so, you, know, you need to fill it with stuff, right? How do you fish, Andy? Do you just go down by a dock or do you go on a boat? Or- it's a really nice park. Uh, there's a lot there, but they do have a fishing pier, among other things. It's, it's, and have- it's a beautiful place. And, and again, the, the state parks here are really nice. All right, great. So thank you. Thank you for this lovely conversation. You taught us so much yeah, this is great. about thank Southern you. Delaware, which I hadn't realized was um, a little bit different from the North, right? Yeah. But I love I love being able to be so close to the beach. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not built up, but it's. Uh, yeah, we're very happy here. We like it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, you knew that you didn't want that heavy urban um, environment. So you guys really did the right thing. Right. Good for you. Thank you. Man, coming down there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for hosting us. I think this is a really exciting, fun time in people's lives. It's a big decision. And, you know, we appreciate you doing this uh, for people. Oh, thank uh-huh. you. Thank you so much. You guys are great. Thank you so much. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed our show and will join us again. And if you know of someone who relocated after retirement or before or during and wishes to share their story, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our information will be in the show notes below. They include our email address, gg at retirethere.com. The two G's are for Gil and Jean. Our website is retirethere.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Remember the underscore or you'll get us mixed up with someone else. 